Entrepreneur on Fire, Episode 8. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Hey, Fire Nation, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Entrepreneur on Fire the place for inspiring interviews with today's most successful entrepreneurs. Are you on our email list? If not, you are missing your chance at the $50 cash we give to one lucky subscriber every Wednesday. Would your Wednesday be a little better with 50 bucks in your pocket? Go to entrepreneuronfire.com or eofire.com if you're like me and can't spell entrepreneur to find out more. Question. Have you been searching for an elite mastermind group? If yes, look no further than Ignite, an amazing mastermind of aspiring entrepreneurs. We have weekly webinars, amazing resources, forums, and huge giveaways, including a $200 cash giveaway every week. Come join our community at ignitemastermind.com. If you enjoy this free podcast, Please show your love and support by heading over to eofire.com and clicking the subscribe and iTunes button at the top of our page. This will shoot you over to iTunes where you can leave a rating and review. To show my appreciation for your hopefully five-star rating and review, I will give you a shout out at the top of an upcoming show telling the world just how cool you are. And now prepare to ignite. Okay, let's get started. I am simply electrified to introduce my guest today, Amy Porterfield. Amy, are you prepared to ignite? I am prepared. Awesome. Years ago, Amy worked for peak performance coach Tony Robbins, first as director of content development, and later she managed large-scale online marketing campaigns. A year after she left Tony Robbins, Amy was approached by Wiley to co-write a Facebook for Dummies book. Since that moment, Amy has been the Facebook queen creating the FBInfluence.com training program, helping small business owners get results. Amy, I've given a little overview. Why don't you tell us a little more about who you are and what you do? Great. So basically, I teach people how to use Facebook marketing to expand their business, build their authority, and really create a business that they truly love to work with on a daily basis. And so I love what I do. And I really have built a business around all of the strategies and tools that I learned from Tony Robbins. I learned so much in those six years that I can't help but pull from all of those lessons on a daily basis. So how I create my content and how I promote and how I work with customers and clients, a lot of that came from what I learned from Tony Robbins. I couldn't have had a better teacher. So I feel very blessed in that respect. I was very fortunate to meet you down at Blog World this past summer in New York City. And you do just exude that passion and that love for what you do. It really does shine through. So that's great to see. And I'm really glad you found your niche. Thank you. So let's move into our first topic here. And at Entrepreneur on Fire, we like to start every show off with our guest's favorite success quote. It's kind of our way of getting the motivational ball rolling and get people really pumped for the rest of the program. So Amy, what do you have for us as your favorite success quote? 
My favorite success quote is, never let your memories be greater than your dreams. And I love this quote because it's so easy to get caught in the the memories or things that have happened in the past. And I think some of the times it it holds us back from really dreaming big and going for those big goals. And so when I was starting my business years ago, I remember I was really scared to step out behind Tony Robbins and start my own business and, and build my own authority in my niche. And I would think, well, you know, I've always been behind the scenes or I've tried this once and it didn't really work out as planned. So maybe on a bigger scale, it's really going to flop. And if you pull from memories that really didn't work for you, you'll never Never move forward. So I always think, you know, again, never let your memories be greater than your dreams. Don't don't focus on what didn't work or those memories that maybe weren't those favorite thoughts that you have in your head. Let those go and move forward so that fear won't keep you back from what you really want to do. God, I, I really love that quote because it makes you think. It really makes you think what that quote might mean. It's not just a black and white quote, and I'm still kind of pondering it myself, so I look forward to diving back into that and really pulling the meaning out of that later. Do you have somebody you can attribute that to? Yes, sorry about that. It's Doug Ivester. Doug Ivester, great. I will mark that down in the show notes. Can you give us an example of how you personally apply this quote to your everyday life? Yes. You know, with building my own business and becoming an entrepreneur, I think I really do believe maybe 60% of the success of building your own business is your mindset. And, you know, 40% would be the mechanics of it. So with that, the, your mindset means everything, you know, waking up every morning and thinking, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to change lives today. or I'm going to impact lives. I'm going to be productive. This is what I'm going to work on. Just getting really clear how you're starting your day means so much to the flow of your day and the, um, your productivity. So with that, and with this quote in general, I'm always really careful as to what thoughts are entering my mind on a daily basis and quickly letting go of those thoughts that might be holding me back. I recently was talking to a friend and she was asking me what's something I struggled with in the early days of building my business. And it really was the comparison game, you know, looking at what other people who have been doing it much longer than me, looking at what they were doing and thinking, I could never do that. Or they're so much more ahead of themselves or they have a brand and I don't have a brand yet. That silly comparison game can really, really muck you up in your business. So as entrepreneurs, we need to keep our eye on the prize and appreciate what other people are doing, but not apply it to our own, you know, our own experiences because it can really mess you up. So that mindset to me is means everything. Amy, that was really powerful. Thank you for delving into that. And we're going to use that as a transition to our next topic. And that next topic is failure different obstacles or challenges that you may have encountered throughout your journey as an entrepreneur. Because here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we really are going back and we're listening to your story as an entrepreneur. And as an entrepreneur, you've faced failure, you've faced challenges, you've overcome obstacles. And when you've reached these points in your life, you haven't let any one failure define you, but you've used it to, to grow and to learn and to move forward. And That's one of the main reasons you're such a success today. So can you take us back to a moment where you have failed and the steps that led up to that failure? Can you start with that? 
Yes. So when I was still working with Tony Robbins, um, just to take you back a little bit, when I worked with Tony Robbins, I had the privilege of working one-on-one. So he would call me on the phone. He would have a request for, let's say, a media presentation or a change to a script he was using or a product change or anything like that. And my team was called the creative team. And my creative team would then get to work and make the changes or create what he wanted. And everything was usually felt a little bit rushed last minute because Tony was always creating. He never, ever shut off. So it was any time of the day and it was extremely stressful, but very, very exciting. And so with that, I would work with him on different media appearances. And in this certain situation, I had been with him for about six years now. And in the back of my mind, I had already started thinking about maybe branching out on my own. So just that was a little bit in the back of my mind. But as I was working with Tony, he was going to be on the Today Show. So it was a really big appearance. And there's a lot of prep that goes into getting him on any media appearance. What I love about Tony is that he prepares like it's his first time doing anything. And so we do tons of research. We know the host. We know the questions. We really make sure we research all the details. So there's a lot that goes into every media appearance. Anyway, long story short, we send him the prep. And I was, you know, the manager of this department. So it was on my shoulders. And he was not happy with it. He didn't like how it turned out. He felt everything was too last minute. And he didn't have time to prepare. And he was stressed about some other things that were going on. And so I really got the brunt of it. And that's okay. You know, I work for the guy and that's my role. But it was a really bad situation because he just wasn't happy with my work. And so at that moment, he just went really south really fast. Now, the great thing is he was able to do a great job on the Today Show. But behind the scenes, it was pretty messy and made me feel pretty horrible because he just wasn't satisfied with the work. So that was I look back and it was definitely one of those failures in my career because everything just kind of came undone. So I say that, but at the same time, you know, something clicked for me in that moment. And so whenever I talk about failures, I always definitely like to talk about, you know, what, what of course I learned from that. And what came out of that at that moment is I knew I was ready for something different and ready to move on. And I think I was too scared to do so. And I needed that little push. So this confrontation that I had with Tony, now we left on great terms. This was just a little blip in the whole experience. But it got me thinking, okay, maybe this isn't where I want to go anymore. Maybe I need to kind of listen to my gut and change gears. And if that failure in that moment didn't happen, I don't think that that aha moment would have came through. So I really Truly, I know it's a cliche, but I look at failures as the biggest blessings you can have because there's so much that can come from them. And so that was one experience that I had. That's great. I actually talked to Corbett Barr of thinktraffic.net the other week. And one thing that he said that really resonated with me was, it's my job to fail every day. And that's a powerful statement, and I love that because as an entrepreneur, in a lot of ways, it is our job to fail because if we're not failing, that means we're not pushing the envelope. That means we're not stretching our limits. So would you say that you strive not to necessarily fail but to stretch your limits on a daily basis? I really do. You know, it's that whole idea of getting out of your comfort zone 
And when my first year of going out on my own, I was telling my husband this um, a couple weeks ago. We were talking about how my business has grown and it's really become a success pretty quickly. But I was telling him in that first year, there was not a day that did not go, a day did not go by where I didn't feel completely uncomfortable at one moment or another in the day. I was either getting on interviews where I was kind of tripping up a little bit, or I was calling people I hadn't connected with or writing blog posts that, you know, were my first time. I'm talking about different topics. Everything felt uncomfortable in that first year. But looking back, it was because I was stretching myself and pretty much setting myself up for failure along the road. Somewhere down the road, it was going to happen. But those are the experiences that shape my business. So I definitely believe in what you said about you know setting yourself up for failure. You've got to do it in order to expand. So sum up in one sentence, one key lesson that you learned from this failure? Follow my gut. I knew it was time to move on. And that was my moment that it was sealed the deal. Great. I love following your gut. I love that advice. Thank you for sharing that. On a side note, before we continue on to the next topic, one of my favorite movies from back in the day was Shallow Hal. Were you working with Tony Robbins (laughs) when he was in that movie? I wasn't. I, I work with a lot of people that were at the time, but I came in after that. But that movie's so fantastic. I love it. I also remember seeing him in Aspen Extreme, which is just such a classic. Cool. Very cool. I love hearing people's first experience with him because it usually sticks with people. And he's so many places at so many times, you know, that infomercial there was a stat like it's running at every minute that infomercial that he used to do in the past was always running on some channel. So I love how much exposure he has gotten and how many lives he's definitely impacted. Yep. And the landscape has definitely changed because infomercials were so big back in the day. And now as you're experiencing and I'm experiencing, there's things that exist that never existed before. You have obviously Facebook for you and podcasting for me and a combination of the rest of the social media for both of us. So it's a really exciting time to be in this world. It is for sure. I agree. Let's move on to the next topic. And this is the aha moment. So you've had failures in your life. You've talked about a couple of them specifically, and thank you for that. But as entrepreneurs, not only do we fail, we have little aha moments throughout our journeys where light bulbs come on and we move forward because of those light bulbs. And they're little just helpful reminders of why we do what we do. Every now and then we have that big aha moment where the light just really comes on and we see it resonate with our clients, with our audience. Did you have a large aha moment? You know, I really did. And this was a little bit more recent. So I've I've been out on my own for a few years now. And the first two years were great, but definitely there were struggles kind of to find my own voice and find out what I really enjoy doing. And so this last year, I created a small group coaching program. So the group was $1,000 per person, and I was only taking 30 people at a time. And so recently I did one webinar to promote it and I was planning on doing more webinars after to promote it. But I did this one webinar first to kind of get the initial promotion out there and I sold out of the program. And so with one hour of a one webinar and, you know, filled all 30 spots, that was a huge aha moment for me because I personally finally cracked the code of my business. I finally figured out 
exactly what my audience needed. I had a solution for them. I knew the language to use and the different topics to talk about and what to teach them on this webinar to really get them to understand that this small coaching program was for them. So when I hung up the phone and my project manager called me and said, you know, we're filled up, it was the most amazing experience because I thought, finally, again, I've cracked that code. So staying with the aha moment, did you actually have an aha moment where you thought, wow, I have actually made it. I feel like I am on my way. It was, it was truly that moment. You know, there's been a few along the way, but I remember after I sold out with one webinar on my new coaching program, that was a moment that I felt that. But also, you know, I've, I've gotten opportunities to, you know, there's small little things like guest blog post on entrepreneur.com or Mashable or be interviewed by some really great people or asked to be in certain summits or speak on stage. And there's these just little moments along the way that I had to take a step back and think, gosh, I'm no longer behind the scenes of a Tony Robbins event, but instead people are calling on me for my expertise. And I'll tell you this, anybody that's just starting out, that's listening. I remember a moment when I was still at Tony Robbins and I was talking to someone on my team and I was at the time, you know, for a good six months, I started thinking about going out on my own. And I remember distinctly looking at her and telling her, I don't have a skill, a, a really big skill that people will want to pay me for. And I don't know why I thought this at the moment. There's just, you know, everyone has these weird thoughts in their head. But I truly thought, I don't have anything that I could start my own business and people would pay me for. And of course, she looked at me like I was crazy because everybody has something. But at the time, I just didn't think I did. And so it took a little while for me to get that courage. But looking back, I thought, gosh, how very wrong I was to think that. But it's just the kind of the process you go through as you build a business, I think. Do you have any specific actions that you took when you had that huge aha moment that you would really attribute your current success to? You know, I do. I am a firm believer that there is no need to reinvent the wheel. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's so many different things we can do in our business. And if you start from scratch every single time, you will really have a hard time building that momentum. So what I do is I find people that are doing it right, people that impress me, that I know have a really solid brand, that are doing great business, and I learn from them. I take their courses, I introduce myself to them, I get to know them, I actually find out you know, what they're teaching, how they're teaching it, and I really study them. And then I model. I model the best. So with the program, my small group coaching program, the webinars I do on a consistent basis, the products I've created, I've always first found out who I admire and who's doing it right and model them. And by model, I don't mean copy what they're doing, but just learn the principles behind how they do it and then apply that to my own business. That has truly helped me have those aha great moments in my business. I love that message, and I can speak to that message as well, because at Entrepreneur on Fire, my main focus was reaching out and getting great, inspiring, exciting entrepreneurs to come join me on my podcast and getting one every single day of the week, because I'm releasing this once a day for five days. So that's a lot of people, and that's a lot of content. Now, when I was building my platform, I had to reach out and rely on people that specialize in other areas to build my platform. I couldn't do it all myself. 
I wanted to handle the important content stuff as far as having contact with the people that I was going to be interviewing with, scheduling and having those things set up. But when it came to website development, logo, my explainer video, all of these things were above what I had as far as learning. But there's so many people out there that just specialize in these things. And if you reach out and you utilize these people, you're just really multiplying your time and your effort. Because as you're focusing on your core business, you have other people who are just working for you in their specialties and creating amazing content. So do you have a great team together that's doing these things for you on a daily basis? I do, but it's very, it's small, but mighty. And so I have a virtual assistant that she has been a lifesaver for my business. And we've been together for about a year now. And so she handles a lot of the day-to-day administrative emails and scheduling and speaking engagements and all that good stuff that I have going on. And then I have a designer that used to work at Tony Robbins and went out on his own. And so I use him because I've already had a great relationship with him. I have a programmer that I can email at any time of the day to fix anything I'm doing with websites or sales pages or anything like that. And then I have other people, you know, that work on different writing projects I have and anything I have going on. So I definitely do not do it alone. And one of something that someone told me in the early days of my business was get help before you need it. So you might be paying someone, you know, a, a retainer on a monthly basis and they're not fully taking up all the time that you're paying them for. That's okay. You'll you'll work into it very quickly, but don't wait till the last minute when you're frantic and you just grab anyone you can find because you're desperate. So I did I did do that. I hired a VA before I really needed one, but I quickly realized it was a perfect decision because she got busy very fast. Yes, I love that. And I love that term, small but mighty. That's my goal as well. And when I hired my virtual assistant, it was a great process. I'm not sure exactly what you went through, but I went through Virtual Staff Finder with Chris Drucker, and he's actually coming on the show later this year to talk a little bit about his business. And it was just phenomenal because he's based in the Philippines. And when you go through a system that he has set up, You tell them exactly what you want. They go out. They find people that fit your criteria. They sit them down. They vet them. They look at their resumes. They make sure that their setup is as legit as they say it is. And then they give you those three candidates. And then it's up to you to choose one of these three. So that's a great way for all you entrepreneurs out there that are looking to take that step to actually get out there and get a VA quickly that you can be confident about. I love that. I love the idea of you've really got to do your homework. And it sounds like Chris's program does that for you. But, you know, getting someone on your team that's not a good fit is so very draining for your energy and your time and resources. So that's a great solution. I love that. Awesome. Thank you, Amy. So we're moving on to our next topic, which is your current business. You're rolling along. You're the Facebook queen. You got a lot of things going for you that are very exciting. Let's pull out one thing that's really exciting you about your business today. 
What really excites me about my business today, I recently created a Facebook ads program. And I really do think that Facebook ads, the platform is changing on a pretty consistent basis, but changing for the better. So small businesses and entrepreneurs can really start to use Facebook ads without breaking the bank and reach their ideal audience. So I have been teaching people about how to use Facebook ads and how to get started. And I have to say, it's pretty exciting for me because I love when I get to talk about a new topic. You know, talking about Facebook every day can get pretty stale if you're not constantly finding new opportunities on the platform. So for me, that's Facebook ads, and I've been having a great time doing so. So the word entrepreneur is a mystery to a lot of people. And a lot of my listeners sometimes scratch their heads and say, what does an entrepreneur do during the course of a day? At Entrepreneur on Fire, we really try to pull back that curtain. Now, I know that none of your days are the same, but you definitely do have commonalities on a day-to-day basis. Let's talk about two tasks that seem to occupy a majority of your day. So two tasks. The first one would be creating content. Now, my favorite thing to do and where I get my juice from, where I get excited Um, is teaching and training and creating content. So I try to make sure that almost every day I'm creating content, whether it be for a webinar or for a speaking engagement or for an ebook or whatever it might be. Because I enjoy that the most, I want to make sure I infuse that into my business as much as possible. So creating content is something I do pretty much on a daily basis. And then in addition to that, when I am in my small group coaching phase, which I do four times a year, so every quarter, a majority of my days are spent working with my clients. So I actually get on the phone with them one-on-one and work through their issues and help them out. So working with clients and creating content um, take up a lot of my time on on a pretty consistent basis. Thank you for sharing that. Now, before we move into my next question about your current business, One thing that I'd like to talk about quickly, because I'm such a fan and friend of Rich Brooks, who works for Flight Media. He's actually been on the show. He's a great guy, and he's putting on an amazing conference this September called Agents of Change. And when I saw that that was coming up, and I looked at who were the keynote speakers, and I saw Amy Porterfield, I was very excited because I saw you speak down in Blog World, and you just have a great way about you on stage. So you're coming to my hometown, Portland, Maine. Can't wait to welcome you. I'm looking forward to the conference. Can you talk a little bit about that and what you're looking for with Agents of Change? Yes, I'm so excited. I forgot that that's where you're located. So that's fantastic. Yeah, and Jamie Tardy will be coming down. She's only about 35 minutes north. Perfect. It's going to be a fantastic time. It has such a great great lineup. Chris Brogan, who I'm a huge fan of, will be huge. Derek Halpern, who another one of social triggers. So there are some great, great people that are going to be on stage. And why I'm so excited about it is because one, Rich Brooks, everything he does, I think is fantastic. He always has a really fun spin on things and teaches you the basics, but also gets into the overall strategy and why it's important to your business. So there's going to be a lot of topics where we get to kind of teach you a little bit of how to, of course, my topic's all about Facebook, but also the big picture and how to apply Facebook, you know, as an overall strategy and how to implement it into your other marketing plans as well. So I'm excited because not only is it going to cover, you know, social media, but of course it covers mobile as well, which is a topic that I don't think gets discussed or doesn't get enough attention, you know, with with many different arenas that talk about social media, they they often leave out mobile. 
So I'm excited to hear about the whole mobile aspect of it as well. Yeah, watch out for mobile. That is the purple elephant in the room. So Amy, what is your vision for the future of your business? You know, my vision, I really want to go bigger. I've Now that I've been in business a few years and I know what I can do and I know my strengths and I know what my audience really is looking for, I feel that I'm at a place that it's time to go bigger. So whether that means with larger programs or masterminds or summits or whatever that might mean for my business, I'm not exactly sure yet, but I am ready to take that leap and actually, you know, reach out at a, on a grander scale, get my message out there. And right now I focus a lot on how to, how to for Facebook, but I want to go bigger with that, branch out beyond Facebook. So I see a lot of fun things in the future, nothing completely solid yet, which is kind of a fun time. I'm in that creative mode, but definitely my motto is it's time to go bigger. Awesome. Well, I can't wait for that. So Amy, we've reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning rounds. This is where I provide you with a series of questions and you come back at us with a series of amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yes, it does. (laughs) All right. So what was the number one thing that was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Fear that I didn't have what it took to actually make it on my own. Fear that I didn't know enough to actually teach people what I was hoping to teach them. So fear definitely was something that held me back until I kind of blasted through it. What is the best business advice you have ever received? Well, it was from Tony Robbins, of course, and the business advice was burn the boats. And what I mean by that is basically he taught me that if you're going to do something, you know, go big or go home kind of thing. But he would explain it in the sense of if you're going to do something, storm the island and burn the boats, meaning there's no way you can return to the old way of life. No looking back burn those boats, storm the island. And that has always helped me to not revert back to my old ways, but just keep moving forward and get that momentum. Mm, There's a great quote. It's a long quote and it references burning the boats and it really resonates with me. It resonates with what you just said. I love the fact that Tony Robbins is a big believer in that. I'll definitely link it up in the show notes because I feel like it is so powerful. And since you are a believer in it, it will just be good synergy with the lightning round. So fantastic. Let's go into the next question, which is what is something that's working for you or your business right now? Live webinars. Um, they're a great way for me to build my authority, give back to my audience, and they really make a difference in my business overall. So it's also a great list building opportunity as well. So I do live webinars. I try to do them once a month and it has drastically changed my business. Awesome. I was on Facebook today and I kept having a pop-up of an Amy Porterfield ad about a live webinar today at 3 p.m. Yes, with James Wedmore, definitely. Yeah, so that's just great placement. And I love the fact how targeted Facebook is, is that obviously I'm connected with you on Facebook. I follow a lot of what you do. I read a lot of your content. So wherever I go, I'm being reminded, yo, Amy's got a live webinar today. Check it out. Yep, I love that. So this last question is my favorite. It's kind of a tricky one, so you can take your time, digest it, and then come back with an answer. 
If you woke up tomorrow morning with all the experience and knowledge you have today, but your business had completely disappeared, forcing you to start somewhere, anywhere from scratch, what would you do in the next seven days? Ooh, that's such a good question. And it's a difficult one too. You know, I firmly, I firmly believe I would do just what I'm doing now, um, creating free, valuable content that puts me on the map and allows me to become that go-to source of my niche. And from there, I'd create training programs at a grander scale to reach more people on, on a bigger level. So I'd definitely be doing what I'm doing now, but I would sur- I would pass the three years I've been doing it just because I don't want to go through all that horrible learning again that is really, really uncomfortable. I'd start right here. That's great. And thank you for sharing that because that's where so many of our entrepreneurs that are listening find themselves right now with this clean slate and where they're looking to launch. So it's great to know what you would do if you were in their position. They have the ability to soak in the experience and knowledge that you've gained and take that leap. So thank you for that. Thank you. So Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. You've given us some great actionable advice and we are all better for it. Give Fire Nation one more piece of advice, then give yourself a plug, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay, so for any entrepreneurs just starting out, I would encourage you to be patient with yourself. This is not an easy road to go, but it's such an amazing, rewarding road, full of freedom and creativity to do what you want to do. But you've got to be patient with yourself and don't give up before you really see the real, real rewards in it. So that's my word of advice there. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me at amyporterfield.com. And again, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this. It's definitely an honor. Wonderful, Amy. Thank you again from Fire Nation, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, guys, this is John Lee Dumas signing off. Remember to subscribe to our email list for your chance to win $50 cash every Wednesday. Fire Nation, my one call to action to you today is this. If you enjoyed this free podcast and want to show your love, head over to eofire.com, click the subscribe and iTunes button at the top of our page, and you'll be shot over to iTunes to leave a rating and review. To show my appreciation for your hopefully five-star rating, I will give you a shout-out at the top of an upcoming show, and then you can tweet about how awesome you are. Seriously, though, it would really mean a lot to all of us here at Fire Nation that work so hard to bring you this content five days a week. Until next time, Fire Nation, prepare to ignite. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.